<laughs> Whatever we do off the pod's fucking off the pot. That's exactly right, mate. <laughs> fucking hell, hey? Unreal. Well, what do you reckon, mate? Should we start this thing? Let's get started, mate. All right, Let's we'll give it. this a go, man. Well, guys, welcome to the second episode of Straight to the Source. I'm not sure you might have just heard a little muttering through the intro music, but that was my guest just going to talk into the microphone as the music's playing. I'll introduce you. I can't keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Oh, man, that's that's not how intro's meant to go. It's meant to be nice and smooth, man. But, hey, you know what? This is fucking raw. This is real. We're not taking that out, all right? But um, first, I just want to give a welcome to the listeners. Thank you to everyone for their support uh, the past couple of weeks after releasing the podcast. Obviously, obviously, I had a fair bit of anxiety around releasing it because, you know, you're getting judged by the public. Um, but I put that all aside and just gave it a go. And the the feedback and support has been overwhelming. Actually, I've had plenty of messages on Instagram from friends, um, people I went to school with, I haven't heard from them for a while, family, obviously, um, but distant family like cousins that I don't really see. They've all reached out and said how great it was. Um, so thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all the ratings as well on Spotify. Like at one point you got me up to like top 30 in health podcasts in Australia. Like I wasn't expecting that at all, but that's fucking insane. So thank you for your support. And then also um, thank you to the guys, like everyone that's messaged and suggested some guests. And also those that have like put their hand up and said, like I'd love to come on as a guest and just talk about my life. Um, and today's guest is someone that did do that. My good mate, Austin. Austin Scamutera. Did that how you say your last name? It is, it is. It is? Did I nail that? Yeah. Plenty of letters in there, but it's actually quite easy to Fuck, say. Fuck, it's like an alphabet soup in it there, is. mate. But it it's absolutely un- it is. But um, you are someone who just messaged and obviously supported the show from the first couple of episodes and were like, could I come on and do an episode? Oh, absolutely. What I've, made you want to do that? Like, why? Well, something I've been interested in doing myself and like like you said, plenty of anxiety around putting something out, putting your image out there. Um, so just seeing you do it, I was just like, man, and, and listening to last week's guest just talk, I was like, man, these are just two blokes. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, I'd love to get on there. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, people do love to just get on something with two blokes, you know? Like, yeah, that's exactly right. And <laughs> you're putting, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Fucking oath. That's for the, uh, for the subscribe, late subscribers. That's going to be the explicit content later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, mate, look, well, firstly, before we all jump into the serious stuff, do you keep your tomato sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? It's got to be in the cupboard. And I, and You're I'm, in the cupboard? I'm, I'm quite passionate about it too because, well, firstly, why would you want cold sauce going on hot food, right? Fuck Secondly. Yeah. The but, then, but then the main argument that people have for the fridge is that you've got to keep it, like, good. Like, yeah. it's going to go off. Yeah. But but you you know how you have those big fuck-off top-up bottles of sauce? Yeah. You know, the, the big fucking yeah. huge ones? You keep those in the cupboard. Fuck, that is a, such a good point, hey? You I never thought the, of that. You keep those in the cupboard. so 100%. And they just fill it up and put it back in the fridge. Back in the fridge. Fucking idiots. My mum did it all the time. I was like, what are you doing? It's the same thing. Fuck, that yeah. is such a good way to look at it. I never thought of that. It's, it's a I've good always got the thought of the, the cold stuff on hot food. Like, fuck nah. that. But that... You okay. top it up with stuff from the cupboard. Fuck, this man's on something. I've debunked it. He's <laughs> fucking... He's thought about this. Yeah, I have. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, mate... Um, well, thanks for joining me on your Sunday, um, early morning, Sunday morning. What do you usually get up to on your Sundays, mate? Usually sleep in, mate. Don't really, really? have much. Yeah. Um, oh, I used to, I used to do coaching um, yep. Sunday yep. mornings, and I, I, I reckon I rocked up to about nine out of ten games hungover uh, to, <laughs> to go and. Uh, what uh, age were you coaching? A uh, thirteen-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rock up. But, but, 
<laughs> but they weren't privy to the fact that I, that I was like off four hours sleep. But Fuck. Um, really chilled out this year, um, taking a step back uh, in terms of uh, going out on Saturday night. So yep. Um, yep. this year it's been warm, just going out for coffee, seeing mates. How good is it, hey? Oh, much better. Like... I, I remember just feel ten times better. You do, don't you? Like, mm. and I know, it's, like, it's good to have a sleep in on a Sunday every now and then. But like, my sleeping on a Sunday is till like eight thirty now, max. Yeah. Like, whereas it used to be, or if if I'd been out the night before, I probably wasn't getting home till like five in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> getting up at eight thirty, and you're getting up at eight thirty at night. No. <laughs> um, but but it's, fuck. it's a waste of a day, man. It is, man. And then and it sets up your Monday so bad. Hey? Absolutely. Like, that's why. I, yeah. I was I was talking to one of the guys at work the other day, an older guy. He, you know, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I went to the footy and then, uh, you know, I went to the casino and, you know, don't go out every weekend, whatever. Yeah. He goes, I'm, I'm here today, Monday. I still haven't recovered. Because you spend your Sunday in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping all day. And then you actually haven't got up and moved around. And so then you get a terrible sleep on the Sunday night. Because yeah. you've been in bed all day. Yeah. And then your Monday, you feel like shit as well. It's fucking, it's like that thing, like when you're sick, like if you've got the flu or whatever, like. You actually feel worse when you're just like on the couch the whole time. Like you're absolutely. like, I got to get up and get some sun or something. Yeah, like that. So it's like the absolutely. same thing. But yeah, that's I'm so like this morning, get up, go for a coffee. Like fuck, how good is that? Better. It feels, feels so good. And now we're sitting here doing a podcast. Sitting here doing a pod, and it's like not even eleven o'clock. Fucking unreal, man. We're we, achieving things. We've done that much today. Fuck. Much. What are you doing out there, listeners, to fucking better your Sunday? Let us know in the comments. Like and subscribe. <laughs> um, but how's your week been, anyway, mate? That was all right. Um, I was actually crook. Most of the week, really? so um, yeah. Uh, so did a fair bit of working from home, yeah, right. um, which I ha- I can't stand. So that's don't a, like it. That's an absolute last resort. Yep. Um, so did a fair bit of working from home, um, which yeah, I, I bounce off the walls, man. Like you just I, go crazy. Just go a little bit crazy. Like like one of the days, I just I just left to go walk my dogs. Well, that's fair enough. Just just because I was you just like, need to get out. I just needed to do something. Like just needed to. Yep. Stop yep. staring at the same four walls. Um, so yeah, did a fair bit of working from home. Um, First week back to soccer after two weeks off. Um, yep. Been tough. Like, yesterday was the second to last round of the season. Yeah, right. We just had a two-week break. Like, it just That's weird. Really messy. What was the break for just a bright, like Women's World Cup. Oh, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so some, of the, some of the women's team are renting out the grounds of some of the teams in our league. Ah, right, okay. So um, two-week break and then to come back from that is very strange, very difficult that to is, get yeah. back into it. Because, like, you're building at this point. Like, you exactly want to be hitting right. your peak just about. You want to be like, hitting your peak. You take two weeks off, come back for two weeks. Yep. Some teams, like, we're, we're more than likely going to make finals. Yep. Um, touch wood. But some teams will come back, have two weeks off, come back for two weeks, and then they're done. Yeah, fuck that. Whereas, yeah. like, if, if we'd played during those two weeks, the season would be over already. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah. We played Pirates yesterday, and they're rock bottom, and already relegated. Fuck! And they had to come; they had to take two weeks. So for off. them, it's like, well, what's the point? Come had back? to take two weeks off, come back, and then play two more games when you're already like done, dusted, and buried. Yeah. Did they? Did they have like a full team? Or did they like bring? We're not too sure. Um, I spoke to one of the boys there. And yep. I was like, dude, how how do you do it? Like, how'd you rev yourself up? Get yeah. Here today? He was like, I'm surprised the boys are even here. Yeah, right. So I, th- I think they did rock up. But shout out to those boys. Like, fuck. Bloody oath. Like, that's difficult to like. Very boys, our season's already done. We could just wrap it up. But shout out to those lads. Yeah. For getting up for that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like like I said, Austin, thanks for coming on and recording an episode with me. Really appreciate it. I love it, mate. You're someone that I do look up to because every time I meet, like catch up with you, you're just such a ball of energy. You're happy. You're up and about. Um, ever since the day I've met you, really. And which yeah. was, when was that? Back in 2019. Do you remember 2019, when? yeah. We had the um, group interviews up, at the, up in the port room. <laughs> I think, 
you and I just gravitated towards each 100%. other straight away. I was like, this guy looks cool. Straight I away. Like this kid. You and I, straight to each other. Yeah, and that day. And then, yeah, w- worked with each other for what? Six odd months. Jeez, it was about six months, I reckon. Yeah, six End months. of 2019 at Port Adelaide membership. Straight into 2020 and then... Um, that was a hectic time, hey? It was. It was crazy. Do you, do you remember like when... Because we got Port had the China game, obviously, every yeah. year. And do you, ever, do you remember like someone from the China team coming in um, and just be like, hey, guys, have you, has it, you had any phone calls about like coronavirus? I, I had I had a very interesting phone call when I worked at Port Yeah, a, a, around that. Yeah. This dude called me and he was like, because, um, yeah, for the listeners that might not be aware, if you recall, Port used to do uh, a game in China mm. once a year and we had a, a team dedicated to towards that relationship with the guys over there. And um, and obviously the coronavirus virus originated from China, and people were very like touchy about that one. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got this call, and the game at that point was still going ahead. That's when people were like, "Oh, whatever, it's going to blow over two weeks." Blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Um, <laughs> during that period of time, and um, this dude called me, and he was very well spoken, very very well spoken. Mind you, he was talking to someone who a casual worker 19 years old in the membership <laughs> section like get a grip but uh, uh but anyways he calls me up and he goes um hey mate I, i'm just calling uh you know there's obviously this virus going around it's very very serious um i just want to get a stance from the club uh is that game in china still going ahead and i was like at this point in time mate yes it is like you receive any communications from the club if it gets you know cancelled whatever and he goes so that's the stance of the club and i was like yes and he was like, no, like I'm going to go to the, the media with this. And I was like, <laughs> so like I'm 19, mate. I, I punched some stuff into a computer to sell memberships. And now I'm speaking on behalf <laughs> of the club about to go to the media. He goes, I'm taking this to every news station there is. I was like, look, mate, if like the stance of the club, stance of the club, if you hear anything, you hear anything. But I shit my fucking head. Bro, some of those members that were cool. I'm gonna like, be I'm gonna be on nine news yeah. next to Koshy. Yeah. Uh, this is a club spokesperson, Austin Scammy Terrier, nineteen years old. Casual worker, twenty Boy, hey fellas, the game's on. Right. <laughs> we'll tell you when it's not. I'll personally refund anyone's ticket if this game gets cancelled. <laughs> that was such a crazy time. It was that's, mental. That's what it was like. It was No hey, one knew. It's because we didn't know what was going on. No. They're just like, hey, if anyone calls, just be like, yeah, it's still going ahead. But then it all happened really quickly, didn't it? Fuck, it did, it, man. It happened just, like, overnight, like... Because I reckon, like, looking back on it, the whole rest of it, the Australia, whatever, was just ticking along. But, like, AFL was, like... Touch and go. Touch and go. Is the season going ahead? Is it not going ahead? And um, I'm not sure if this is, you know, public information, but I remember um, one of the, the big dogs came in and said, like, you know, the main priority is just to get the games on TV. Yeah, um, yeah. That's where the money is, essentially. Well, yeah, they need to keep the money coming because that's yeah. what pays the bills. Like, yeah. That's what that's and what the like the general public didn't get. They're like, didn't just understand. fucking cancel the games. Like, no, if you if you cancel these games, the, like, the league will pretty much be done. Yeah, that, that was like that's like, how I think I think the figures gone around like forty mil or something like, like that in in just viewership. Um, like, yeah, so it was interesting. Like, how do my friends at the time? Like, yeah, it's just footy. Just cancel it. It's like, yeah. you can't just cancel it. Like, no. You don't understand. Those, those like, clubs are going under. Clubs are done. Like, some of these clubs and literally was, don't have that like, much money. They're not. And it was like, um, what happens with the players and their contracts? Because contracts didn't have anything like this. Yeah, like written any into Any clauses like, in there. Hey, like, just in case the world shuts down. Exactly this is what's right. And like, these, no. these guys are on hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then, um, and people don't also understand, like, the general public just see the, the game for two hours a week. Yeah. That's not a football club. There None. is fucking like so many staff 
just like the regular behind the people scenes. behind the scenes, admin staff, like just trying to put food on the table. And so, dude, like, I, like I've worked five, six jobs in my life. Port was absolutely one of the best experiences. Yeah, good was I, I loved every bit of it. Yeah. Just being around the club, seeing the people behind the yep. scenes. There was a great energy around the club. It was um, fucking cool. How cool is it just coming in in the morning, go get a coffee, like um, sit and make a coffee, and you're just watching training? Just, just watching the boys train. Sometimes you walk in at the same time as them. Yeah. That was, was just, awesome. And you're just having a yarn with them. Like, and, they and they were they're just real people. They were great as well. Yeah. Like they, you, you wouldn't be able to... Like they didn't give off that they thought they were better than us. Yeah, no. like that they really understood that. Like, yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a pretty special time. I was yeah. back. I've always been pretty blessed to have worked there um, yeah. through different roles. You and worked stuff. there a couple of times. You were yeah, a few, like like hospitality, like and then bit of stuff with the Magpies, like um like a video match analyst sort of stuff yeah. as well. So it taught me a lot about footy. Um, but yeah, like how cool is that? It was oh, so it was good. The best. Yeah, like, loved it. And then just like. Drop of a hat, we're all gone. Oh, fuck man, it was it, it was insane. It was literally like two weeks, and I got so lucky, man. I got unbelievably lucky. Um, if you recall, like I was, uh, so that was my only job at the time, but it was casual. Yeah, yeah. And yep. um, I got offered like a contract to to go back to to Bunnings. Yeah, right. At the same fuck. time, I do remember actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was tossing it up. I was like, I really love working at Port. But yeah. it's casual, and it was very seasonal as well. Yeah, like correct. membership yeah. is for six months six of the months year, and then, and then, then the other down. six, it, you know. Just a little, you only need one or two people in yep. there. Um, and I was like, do I, do I take this job? Do I take a risk or, and hope that I get more work with Port? And I went with um, Bunnings, took a contract the week after our boss called us, said, hey, you know. We don't need, yeah, we've got no work for you. We've got no work anymore. Yeah. There's no games. Fuck, man. It was crazy, wasn't it? It was fucking insane. I remember, I reckon I was the last casual staff member left. Yeah. Might I me and one other were. person. And it was literally like the Friday... So it was round. I think we did round one, and then we had round two. I think it was after round two it got mm. shut down. So I think yeah. the Friday of round two, like the boss was just like, "Well, I guess we'll just call you and like." Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. If and we need you, we'll call you. I was, I was like packing up my things on the desk, like just packing everything up in the box. No, and they were like, "No, let it, leave it there. We'll call you when like you can come back." Yeah, but they're like, "We don't know when that'll be." Yeah, it was fucking crazy. So I was just like, man. just went home that night. I was like, "Well, we don't have a fucking job. What the fuck do yeah. I do?" But oh, how good was working there? Yeah, I loved just, it. Oh, so many good like just memories, like just fun. We had a, just a great team, good little team, and yeah, like very good little group energy. of lads. And like, how good was the Christmas show that year? That oh we, my god, that <laughs> was that was a classic. That game. was good fun. That was a classic just yourself, game. Lockie, and me. Yeah, just getting up to no good. Uh, I mean, we're, we're doing we're, we're doing all right. But I remember, <laughs> do you remember uh, Ben left? Ben, that was Ben's farewell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I knew the guy for maybe three or four months. <laughs> At the end of the night, I'm getting emotional. Thanks so much for the opportunity. <laughs> I'm getting real emotional. This guy, I'm putting my arm around him because you know, a few drinks deep or whatever. And I'm just like getting real emotional with this guy. I've known for two, three months. <laughs> Thanks heaps, man. You're going to do amazing. You know, Joe, he's like, he's like, Who was this kid? <laughs> oh, man. But that's like how good it was. Like, it just, oh, it was, you, did, it was, you just felt welcome and felt a part of it from like, yeah. the, the first day we got in there. So. Far out. Well, um, so obviously, obviously not in that role now. You mentioned you left for well, Bunnings role. Come yeah. up, and you're still doing. What are you doing at the moment with that? Yeah. So, so now I work in um, commercial sales. Um, yeah. I've had a what you'd call a, a very quick rise within the company. Um, I worked there when I was 15 years old, um, just at one of the stores after school. Yeah. Okay. You know, stock so that's and shelves. That's when it all started. So 15 years stock, old. Stock and shelves, whatever. And um, I didn't hate it, but I was very much like a cocky kid 
I'm going to go to uni, fuck yeah. this, yeah. you know, uh, I'm just doing this for a bit of dollar. Yeah, like, a bit of cash. A bit yeah. of cash yeah. and yeah. I'm going to go home and I don't give a shit after I leave. Yeah, fair enough. Thing. And so I, I sort of screwed myself in that. I sort of built a rep- reputation around that fairly. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, I was a pretty shit worker because I didn't care. And then um, I got to about 18, 19, I was doing a law degree. And um, I decided I didn't want to do my law degree anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It just wasn't for me. And um, then I went to Bunnings. I was like, hey, look, I've, I've stopped doing uni. Um, can you give me full-time work? And I'm like, no. And I was like... <laughs> what the fuck? And then they offered my best mate full-time. Oh. I, was like, I was like, well... Then look, I, I, like I said, it was completely on me. Yeah, I, yeah. I built yep. an idea like, you know, that I didn't care about the place. And then like I came back and was like, hey, I want to do this seriously now. And I'm like... Well, no, fuck off. Like no you've way, been, mate. You've been you weren't serious about nails before, mate. It's not exactly right. Now. If you're not passionate about it, you're not passionate about <laughs> it. And, uh, and um, so then, like, I was like, hey, can I have full time work? And they're like, no, Max, we can give you 25 hours a week. And I was like, fuck. So I went and got a full time job at Adelaide Tools. Yeah, right. Okay. And Just slinging tools. I hated it. Really? I absolutely despised it. Yeah, right. Well, wow. it was, um, yeah, like, I blocked that part of my life out. It was, it was like really bad. I could not stand it. Um, energy there was terrible. Yeah, okay, right. The blokes there hated it. Like I was, I was surrounded by middle-aged dudes that just like were happy where they were. Yeah, yep. Didn't want change. That was the thing was that they hired me under like the the idea of, hey, you're this young guy. I come from Bunnings. Um, bring some new ideas in and stuff. And I tried mm. the first two weeks. And like one of the managers literally pulled me aside and was like, hey, mate, like I get like you're all like energetic, but like bring it down. You need to fucking cut that shit. Yeah, no, he was like, he was like, this is how we do things here. Like, stop trying to change everything. And I was like, after that, like I was just completely, yeah, just done. Yeah, done. Um, pretty funny story. I hated it so much there, man. Really? I hated it so badly that I quit without another job lined up. Yeah, right. That's it. That's, yeah, Yeah, that's how, that's how much I hated it. Um, because there was a soccer game on a Saturday and they were like, look, it's, it's like our most important day of the year. You need to work. And I quit two weeks before that, so yeah. I had that weekend. Yeah, off. fair enough. Yep. Um, but funnily enough, I <laughs> I didn't have the balls to just tell them like, "Hey, I hate <laughs> it here, and I want to go." Yeah. So I told them that I got accepted into a scholarship program and had to move to England. <laughs> Fuck off! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I, I wasn't expecting it. Like I applied for it ages ago, um, but then they like they got back to me now and said I'm in. So like I got to move to England. Fuck off. You're kidding. And and like for two weeks, like my two weeks notice, they were all like, yeah, man, you're going to love it. Where are you staying? <laughs> and I just I just had to go along with this charade that I was moving to England. And and I just left and just went back home and didn't have a job lined up. Just unemployed. <laughs> um, pretty funny. But then, yeah, and then obviously that was when I got the job at Port. was my next job. And then, yeah, then, then they opened up the Bunnings at airport and asked, like, you know, approached me to come back type thing. Um, and when I went back, I was like, all right, I'm going to take it seriously this time. You know, yeah. last time I was there, I, um, you know, was screwing around because I mm. didn't care about it. This time I'm going to have a red hot crack. Um, within about six months, I got a promotion, but had to move stores. Yep. Um, so I moved to the prospect store. Um, and then, you know, the, the biggest thing for me and why I think I've done so well the second time around is that I've always had a clear goal of what I want to do. Right. Yep. And so when I went back the first time at airport, I spoke to my boss. I was like, hey, I want this job, which is like a higher up job. I said, I want this job. How do I get it? Yeah, right. Who do I speak to? What do I do? They, you know, point me in the right direction. Then I got that job, moved to the next store, spoke to my boss, did the same thing again. I said, look, I want to become an account manager. How do I become one? Who do I talk to? Wow. 
um, you know, set some plans in motion. Um, I was just right place, right time. Um, had an interview for this job that I was just not qualified for at all. Yep. Um, yeah. But just, you know, said, you know, willing to learn, energetic, blah, 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 all the rest of it. Didn't get it immediately. But they were like, look, we're going to fast track you to get there type thing. Yep. Um, and then funnily enough, so I had to do like this role where like I gained some experience or whatever. And, um, but they, they never told me, right? And I got this email on a Friday afternoon absolutely classic um the the like state sales manager sent this email to hr and it was like uh i won't name any names but account (laughs) account manager x is leaving on maternity leave for 12 months or 10 to 12 months um i will be replacing her with austin scambia and i was like holy shit like i've got like this job i want i've gone crazy in the office yeah fuck Call my best mate who I worked with there. I was like, Zach, you're never going to believe it. I just got this email, blah, blah, blah. And I'm on the phone to him. And as I'm on there, this, this pop-up comes up. And it was like, uh, state sales manager wants to recall email. Oh, fuck. And then it goes, it goes three, two, one, email disappears. It's gone. Goes. And I was like, like baffled. I was like, <laughs> did that just happen? Because I'm on the phone to my mate <laughs> telling him about this email. And then it's disappeared. So like, and how do I back this up? Have, have I just imagined that? Yeah, like, did this just happened, Right? And then so I start this, like, let's call it an internship. I yep. start this internship yep. at this new role and um, the whole time I knew that I had, like, a promotion lined up for, like, two months' time. Right, fuck. But I had to play dumb and pretend that I didn't know. So for, like, two months I'm, like, screwing around, not screwing around. Um, for two months, like, I'm just keeping my, my lips shut. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, some people knew, some people didn't. And like some people would be like, "Hey, like you're taking over um, this account manager," and I'd be like, well, "I don't know, man." Fuck. But then other people would like had no clue. And then this 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 manager, the one that sent the email, we've never acknowledged this original email by the way. Like we've never acknowledged it. So you to just this, like to just, this day, just putting it out there on the podcast now. Yeah, putting it out there. <laughs> I highly doubt he's listening to this. You never know, uh, man. Yeah, I never know. It's a pretty popular show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we never acknowledged it. And he'd call me in for like catch-ups regularly and be like hey Austin like how's everything going and I'd be like gripping my chair like is he gonna tell me he's gonna tell me <laughs> this is it man this, this is the it. moment and he'd just be like all right uh all good speak soon and he wouldn't tell me and I'd be like so for like two months I was just he might have just been testing you eh? like maybe yeah. I don't know like yeah exactly this kid right. knows me, I'm gonna get that, it out that, of him that, that's what was in my head was that like I was like maybe I don't have the job and I got You'd been like overthinking really, it, hey. really impressed to like lock it in type yeah thing. right yep um then yeah then I started doing that and um you know, now I'm in a sales job and I love it. And yep. um, part of me wishes I knew that I wanted to do sales earlier. Yeah. And like could have gone straight into it. Um, but yeah, now nah, do it now and, and I love it. So yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, we were just having a conversation when we grabbed a coffee and like you, you seem to really enjoy it and love it. And obviously mm. like you've set yourself up now, which yeah, is really absolutely. impressive, mate. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's a lot of young kids that just sort of like, oh, myself, for example, like I didn't really have a direction when I was, you know, Absolutely your similar man. age and like you've just sort of like nah I'm gonna, well, nah I'm gonna fucking do this this is my plan and like all the things you're telling me you're gonna do and you have done in the past sort of like a few months and stuff like, yeah it's quite impressive mate so. yeah well um that's it and, and until i went back to bunnings that second time that was when everything clicked yeah right. um yeah you know, that was when i went like i'm actually gonna have a red hot crack i gotta get my shit together essentially yep. my parents thought i was the biggest dropkick of all time <laughs> before that they were like this kid's got no direction like he doesn't know what he wants to do like and fair enough as well to think that. Um, but yeah, like once it sort of clicked, it clicked. Well, you uh, seem to have like figured it out now, which like as a kid, like 18, 19, like you are just 
you don't really have a direction. Some no. kids don't have a direction. Some kids don't. And Some are forced into stuff and they yeah. just do it and get it done, like apprenticeship. Or they just do it. Yeah. But um, sometimes Uni, other, we just take yeah. the long way around. And Uni wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't realise that. I was just going there having a crack because that's what they make it out that you have to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in schools, they, they like really... They, they really drum it into you like, really no, it's no, uni. It's uni it's, or nothing. Yeah, exactly. I remember right. that in school, like it was... And, and I felt felt like a little bit like I wasn't successful because I hadn't gone to uni. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, it's not like that at all. It definitely isn't. Like, my recommendation, like, because I'm a student mentor, is like mm. to the students now, hey, do either uni or a trade. Just do something for the first four Absolutely. years. Like, just get some sort of qualification. Doesn't yeah, matter what it is, but just get something. And then from age 21 to 28, you can go and do whatever you want. Just Absolutely. test things out. But at least you've got something to fall back on. Absolutely. Um, um, just even like But it's also, it's not for everyone. No, like, absolutely. If not. you don't have that, like, doesn't and, matter. And like, you can make it where you want to get without. And it. also, you need some sort of support as well. And that's what I struggled with was was work life balance. Was that I had to do at least twenty hours of work a week, yeah, plus a law degree. And fuck, some people Bro, that law degree that's it's not easy. It's not. Some people <laughs> some people can manage it quite easily. Yeah, I wasn't one of those people. I wasn't very um, well organized in school, so those habits weren't ingrained in me. Yeah, yeah, and some people. Some people just smash it out. Hey, I don't my, know how. My, I don't know my, how they do. My it. best mate um, is a full time manager at Bunnings, doing more than forty hours a week. Yep, and he just smashed out a double degree of law and commerce. That's fucking insane. It's insane. Shout it's, out to that guy. Shout out to him. Um, like some people can, some people can't. Yeah, like at the moment for me, like I'm trying to balance. So like work, um, like footy coaching. So I coach mm. two different teams. So it's like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, and then a Saturday game, Sunday game. Yeah, and then I've got uni. I'm not doing. I, Fuck, I'd probably need to, yeah, need to be better at my uni work. Yeah. But like, fuck, it's, I don't have enough time. And now it's I'm trying difficult. to do this podcast yeah. stuff. But you, like, but, but you need time for yourself. Yeah. So you can't, you can't do everything. Like, like you, I'd love, you need hobbies. You I'm, need, yeah. Like, I'm hanging for the day. Ticking. I get my Sundays back. So, I've, like, after this, I've got, to, I've got to go to footy, like yeah. coaching. And it's like, fuck, I'd love to just, like, play around with this for the rest of the day, mm. like, uh, recording, whatever, do some other work, yeah. hang out with a partner, obviously. But yeah, it's full on, man. Technique. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love it. I, I, I much prefer the the full on. Um, when, when I'm doing nothing, I'm bored. Do you know yeah. What I mean? Well, like yesterday, we did nothing because I had no footy yesterday. Yeah. And fuck, we cleaned the house, did heaps of chores, and then sat on the couch from about three. Probably didn't get off the couch. We watched the footy that night, so mm. we didn't get off the couch till after the footy. I was yeah. like, fuck, kind of wasted a whole Saturday afternoon. Exactly right. But, um, you, you don't feel good about it. Probably needed it, maybe. But, but sometimes but, you need it. I think I think one day's your, your limit. Yeah. You have one day of. Doing nothing, and then after that, you have to go. Yeah, now I need to get back to it. I woke up this morning pretty like keen to get some shit done, so yeah, probably needed that rest yesterday. Exactly. But, um, right. I, like I said, I think one day is the limit. Yeah, one definitely. day of doing nothing. I like that. Um, well, Austin, like obviously, spoken a bit about your like work life, past few years and such. But like, to be honest with you, I don't know much about your upbringing, like where you grew up and stuff like that. Like we never really sat down and had that conversation. Yeah, you well, know what I mean. Yeah. So like, have you always sort of grown up in Adelaide, lived in Adelaide? Yeah, very much a city boy. City boy? Nothing, nothing too interesting um, in terms of upbringing. Um, don't say that. Well, Everyone's interested. Everyone's oh, got yeah. a story. No, I, I was, uh, lived in Albert Park growing up. Right. Um, loved just footy and soccer. Yep. That was just everything. Like, like that, was that was all life. I cared about. Yeah, every, right. every free moment I had, I was out the back. But that was the thing is that I didn't know which one I liked more. And so when I was a, a kid, I played footy. Yep. Won a best and fairest at the Seton Ramblers. Really? In 
and then quit and played soccer the next year. He's like, fuck, I've completed it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> completed it. footy. I had, to, I had to finish on a high at the absolute pinnacle of, of like a... What yeah. age was that? I don't fucking know, like under sixes or whatever. That still counts, man. Still counts. Still counts. I've still got the trophy Do at home. St- yeah, yeah, that's good. I love that. Um, so everything was just footy and soccer. Um, then got into soccer. Um, just loved it. That's all I cared about. It's still to this day. Yeah, um, you do. Do you get pissed off when people call it foot- soccer? Not for, or you nah, it like doesn't, it? doesn't bother me. I'd yeah. rather... As much as I, I would call it football when I'm not talking to other people. Yep. But just to avoid the confusion, it's just easier to call it soccer. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. I don't Fair really enough. Care. Um, so yeah, growing up, that was it. And then, um, like I said to you before, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I, ne- I was never one of those kids. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it. and I'm going to go play in the Premier League. Like I, I knew, I, I knew what was going on. Pretty realistic. Yeah, about it. I was realistic. I didn't think I was going to go play in the Premier or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then when I was about eleven. Uh, I tore my hip muscle off the bone. How the fuck do you do that? It's like a, it's like a a, a puberty type injury while, while your like muscles are growing. So your muscles were just that big. Yeah, well that's it, man. I've I've always had that problem. <laughs> uh, nah, well while like your muscles are growing, your bone doesn't grow at the same speed or something. Yeah, right, okay. And so I went to just sprint one day playing soccer. Just sprint. No one was near me, and I just went down like I got shot. Yeah, right. Couldn't walk. Um, needed like intensive rehab. Fuck. For like a fucking 11-year-old. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, for two months. And I was like, so two months of like not being able to walk or anything. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, I want to become a physio. I was like, <laughs> I, was like oh, that, I was like, that guy that helped me was was, a, was elite. Absolutely loved him. And then, um, so I went to a school at Albert Park, then went to St. Michael's. And from... from oh, you went to St. I didn't know you went to St. Michael's. Yeah, I went to St. Yeah, Michael's. Right. Yeah, Wog Boy. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, That's where, so we just bumped into our mate, like Norther. Yeah. He yeah. coaches footy at St. Michael's. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sidetrack. Yeah. yeah. Um, so about to, to about year 10, I was like, I want to be a physio. Yeah. And then I think they do this class in, in high schools now. I don't, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like some life class where like they, right. they like help you write resumes and try, okay. and try and help you figure out what you want to do with the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. I had this teacher and like, we were just going up there and like talking to him. I was like, like you'd go up there and say, Hey, I want to become a construction manager. And he'd go, this is what you gonna do to become a construction manager. Yeah. Whatever. I went up to him and I was like, yeah, man, I want to become a physio. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> and he didn't like, shatter my. <laughs> he didn't like shatter my dreams and be like, you're not fucking smart enough for that, mate. <laughs> but he was like, Oh, now do you know what's required to become a physio? <laughs> oh, fuck. And I was like, Vaguely, I was like, I know that ATAR's this, and he was like, Oh, but it's not just that. And he like rattled off all the qualification, like what you need to go through to become a physio. And then, like, I was like, Oh, what the fuck do I do now? I was <laughs> Thanks, like, oh. man. But like, he was realistic, he was like, genuinely, Probably like, said, yeah, yeah, he was genuinely like, like, he didn't say, like, You can't do this, but he was like, This is what you need to He's do. Like, are you sure you want to be a physio are now? You, are you sure? Like that that's literally it. That's what like, I said. Yeah. Like, this is what you need. These are the boxes you need to tick. And I was like, no, I can't tick those boxes. He's probably sitting there going, I gotta really convince his kid not to do this because I can't help him get there. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. He's a lost cause. <laughs> oh um, fuck. Yeah, so so yeah, went to a, a, a very tiny primary school, yeah. um, Western suburbs. Um, then yeah, went to high school St. Mix. Um Went through it until about year 12 and then I got to year 12 and, I, and there was this guy in year 12 that dropped out to go work as a manager at Coles, right? And um, he, he was talking to me like like start of year 12 and he was like, dude, screw this man. I'm going to Coles and I'm making like 60 grand a year. 
And I was like, oh my God, that is the most money I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I was like, what am I fucking doing here, man? This guy's about to go and make 60 grand at Coles. Why do I need to go to school? And it was probably the worst thing that ever happened. To me. Dude's got it all figured out, hey. I was like, I was like, shit. But then like for the rest of year 12, I was like, I like almost lost motivation to like really have a hard crack at it. Fuck, because you're like, just thinking about chasing that bag. I was like, this guy like literally just dropped out and just made more money than fucking I've ever seen in my life. Which, Fuck. Which is not that much money now. Yeah, like, the, like, yeah it's like, like a, when, when you get like out a base and, job now. And, and your mates are finishing medical degrees. And, yeah, and, fuck. And all that. Um, but yeah, and it just really screwed up my motivation. But well, thanks to that guy. Yeah, screw that guy. Um, Maybe that's what set you back for those like two, three years. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, I don't know, right. I'll just go work at Coles, man. Yeah, yeah I'll just, I'm, I'm applying for a checkout job full time. <laughs> full time, out, man. Out of, out of school. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah, but nah, nothing too interesting. Just Western suburbs, grew up um, ethnic, uh, non non no. Um, but they never really like drove the Italian ethnicity into me. Yeah, okay. Um, like you, you can hear in the way I talk, it's like I'm much more Australian than I am Wog. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I spent a lot of time at their place. They yep. took care of me a lot. Did that, that's another interesting thing I want to like, underst- not understand, but like learn about is like your heritage. So like obviously Italian. Yeah. So, so um, my nonno and nonno were born in Italy. My dad wasn't. Um, and then my mum was born in Ireland. Right. Okay. Yeah. So she, so she was born in Ireland. Um, I didn't find this out about my granda until like really late in his life um there was there was one day where he was in the hospital um maybe a few years back and um my mum was like you got to go visit him and mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah of course no worries so i went there just like you know when you go to visit sick relatives or whatever um you usually go as a family mm. but like i was flat chat and um mum was like you gotta go visit him and i was like yeah of course so i went on my own yep no one was in the um hospital room and um it was just me and him so we we're just sitting there talking. I was like, I just thought to myself, I was like, I've never just sat down and spoke to you, just one on one. Yeah. Because I've always just been surrounded by, because yeah, it's always been gatherings. Yeah, my, correct. My parents taking me there and stuff. And I sat with him and I was like, Granda, like, why'd you come to Australia? Fuck. And I'd never, I'd never had a chat with him about this stuff. And how old were you at this point? Like, how old this were you? was a couple of years ago. So, okay. So, not yeah, that long so, ago. I was, so I was an adult. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Granda, why'd you come to Australia? And I, I had no idea he was in like the IRA. Fucking serious? Yeah. So like he was in the Republican Army um, and he was from Northern Ireland, which got overtaken by um, the Brits. Yep. And it was Fuck. just, it just wasn't a safe place. Holy like, shit. Like, so he was like involved in the war, um, came to Australia to like suss it out, then flew back to Ireland, had had his family and then his, his father... Um, who'd be my great granddad was yep. like, like his name was Jerry. He was like, Jerry, take your family out. It's not safe here. Get take out of Australia. Holy shit. Yeah. Cause there was like, you know, wars in the street and stuff like that. Holy fuck, man. And he told me all about it. And I got home and I was like, mom, did you know, like, how did I not know any of this stuff? And she was like, yeah. Just like blew it off. Like it was nothing. Oh, and I was, and wow. I was like mind blown. Wow. Um, so yeah. So my mom's from Ireland. My, my granddad brought him over here cause he was in. And he was fighting. He was on the the, the he was he was the front lines. And then like, out, they were, like his family was just like, no, nah, get out of here. You got a young family. Go take care of him. In that is insane. It's it's like it's it's a bit sad that you say that. Like oh, I never really had that conversation. No, it, like, it is sad, but it's also like you you're glad you had those conversations yeah, as well. See, like I, I never spoke, not didn't speak with my grandparents, but like so on my mum's side, grand, my grandma's still alive, but grandpa's passed away. Um, on my dad's side, grandma, grandpa both passed away. Yeah. But on mum's side, we have like, 
So grandchildren, there's like nearly 70 of us. Yeah, right. right? So it's huge. So yeah. I never really felt strongly connected to them because it's just a massive fucking family. Like yeah. you said, you only see them at gatherings. You only see them at gatherings. Pretty yeah. selfish. As you, as a kid, you like you never really have conversations with them, but you don't think about it. But as a kid, you don't value you don't, that stuff. Yeah, correct. But yeah. it's like now, you, fuck, I wish I had. Because grandpa, my grandpa fought World War Two. Yeah, right. Air Force. Yeah. But he never spoke about it like that because it was like... And it's also touchy to bring up. Yeah, you know, like... like, like so I think mum would always say like... Don't, don't bring it up. Yeah, they just wouldn't speak about it. But like, fuck, I wish I did have conversations mm. with him. Never really had conversations with him. Yeah, exactly right. Same with like, yeah, my dad's grandma, grandpa. Like I was really young then, obviously. Um, but yeah, like... But now grandma's still alive, so I think I need to sit down and have a conversation with her. Have a... Because have a, like, fuck, you just yeah. think... You just take them for granted. You really do. Absolutely do. Um, so... Um, and same with like yeah, parents and stuff like that. Obviously, a lot of people do take it for granted, and we'll, yeah, we'll probably yeah. touch on that a bit soon. Um, but I think well, my sister actually said you sit down and record a, a podcast with grandma. Yeah, well, like, fuck, she'll freak out. She won't know what's nah, nah, going she, on. She, she'll if, be like, what you, the if, fuck's this shit? If you put these headphones on her, she'll probably have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll freak her. The yeah. frequencies will just like <laughs> fucking blow her head up Get or into something. A grain, but grain. Um, that'd be a cool conversation to have. I just, I don't know. Don't know what to talk about. But, but that's it. Is that is that as a kid, you go, what the hell would I talk to my grandparents yeah, about one on one? Like, yeah. what would I talk to them about? And it was just me asking the question. Yeah. Um, they're just being like, why'd you come to Australia? And like, it was. What what would have been like an insignificant moment maybe for him was yeah. like a big moment for me. I was like, man, I never knew. Just mind blowing, hey. Yeah. Wow. And then what about so like obviously, um, like your father's side. So come from Italy. When did they move? When did they come from? Um, Italy? They they came around the the Second World War. Right. Um, I think that they sort of. This is the thing, man. Is that I I really don't know yep. much about this stuff. Yeah, it's fair. Um, enough. I, I know that that. My, well, I was talking to my nonna about it actually the other day. Well, like my my roommate, my nonna comes over on Fridays yep. and cooks for us. Oh, fuck. Unreal. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and uh, my roommate was like, what part of Italy are you from? She she rattled off this like tiny village. Yeah. And, and I Googled it. Yeah. And, and the village has 2,000 people in it. Fuck, where? Yeah, in the, in the south of Italy. Holy shit. And then they all came over and she reckons, look, look my nonna doesn't know... Well, she does know where she is, but like what she says, like I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. <laughs> and she reckons that they lived in like they they came and they lived in Mildura and they okay. started a farm. Right, they're all farmers, and um, they started a farm. And she reckons that she lived in a shed with like fifteen people, just all her residents. Like, probably not. She's probably not wrong. Probably not. Um, but I take everything she says with a grain of salt. She's like, Meh, did yeah, you? Yeah, did, did you, you really? Did you really, Nonna? Just. Get back to cooking the spaghetti. <laughs> oh, fucking! <laughs> just kidding. No, I love it a bit. Um, so yeah, then yeah, they they came. They all lived in Mildura. So got heaps of family in Mildura. Right. Um, okay. I don't know many of them. Yeah. Because like I only go there once every year or two, and you know, like I said when I was a kid, I didn't give a shit about you. Don't. Like, yeah, as a kid, these old just... people they're pulling my ear. I remember when you were this tall, and I'm like, well, you fucking touch me, I'll drop you. Get get out of my face. <laughs> so I, I don't really know much of my family in Mildura. Um, and then they just moved to Adelaide. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Whatever. My my nonna told me this funny story that apparently, because, um, you know, back in the old days, you like almost had like arranged marriages, right? Or like families. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yep. oh, you have to go marry this woman. My nonna and my nonna's dad apparently went to the farm of my nonna's family. And um, they they went out to, and um, she was out on the farm doing work. Right, like, yeah. You know, whatever a farmer does. Ah, and, um, they do all, do everything, don't they? Yeah, they do it all. And um, they got there and apparently my nunnul and his dad, my nunnul's dad was like, 
she might not be good looking, but she's a good worker. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> my nunna nun told me that story, so I don't mind repeating it. But how, how classic is that? And, That's, and he was not wrong. It's she, like selling a fucking tractor or something. It like, is, ah, isn't it's not, it? It's not, the, it's not the newest tractor, yeah, but fuck, yeah. gets the job it's done, five, mate. Five, five years, it's got this many kilometres, but, you know, <laughs> it does a job. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, crazy, but, like, that's what the times were like. And um, Holy yeah, shit. Married their whole life, 60 years. And Just love. That's it. Fuck. Different times, hey? Different times. That's fucking mm. unbelievable. So they just moved here to Australia and whatever. That was all she wrote. And That's now you're continuing that story, mate. Here I am. Are you the... Do you have siblings? Yeah, i got two siblings. So we got what, brother, sister? Uh, or? An older brother and a younger brother. Right, okay. Yeah, so you're right. You're middle child. Middle child syndrome, yeah. Yep. Yeah. How do you cope with that, mate? I find it fine. Yeah. I've got the real Just flying fly under the radar sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, real brash cockiness about it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can sense that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes across that way. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't know that. So you're, yeah. So two older brother, younger brother. How yeah. like age difference? My older brother's thirty one, yep. um, and my younger brother is twenty. Okay, yeah. right. And uh, yeah, real, real strong uh, relationship. With my younger brother. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we get on real well. Oh, that's yeah. fucking good. That is good. I find that. Yeah, like so. Like I'm the baby in my family, yeah. and then I'm real closest with my brother, who's three years older than me. So it's yeah. similar. Yeah, two. I think yeah, I'm three years older than my. Oh, there you go. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, so really strong connection. Probably not so much when we were younger, like because they were like, he's older, he's cool, like he's got his friends and shit. But then like, always like had your back no matter what. When I was a kid, I was like, my younger brother's a little shit. (laughs) Um, But you'd had his back though, like oh, absolutely. You touch my brother, fuck you, but I'll kill him too. Yeah, yeah, I'll kill him first (laughs) for being a little shit, and then I'll kill you. No, it was absolutely like that. But then as you get older, as we get older, and especially like because. We didn't go through things at the same time, mm. but he was going through the things I'd just gone through. You know, like first day of high school, I'm there at year 10 or 11, like anyone fucking looks at him and I'll kill him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Stuff like that. Oh, year 12, like, you know, schoolies and stuff like that. You know, I'd, I'd be like, you know, this is what I did and blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so coming through that time of his life, I'd sort of just done it. And I think that's why we became real close. Yeah, now you've like, like start right. going out, stuff like that. Take him out with me. Like yeah. his first night out in town, he came out with me and my mates. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I think like I went the first night in Port Lincoln when I was living there. Yeah. Like just turned eighteen, went to the local nightclub or bar with my brother, yeah. and they was with my brother they and all his mates. And I was like, I felt like a king because yeah. they were all like fucking heaps cool, man. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, so his first night out took him out. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, how good is that? Mm. Um, well, you touched on sport a little bit because obviously, yep. um, quite a talented. Footballer, soccer oh, player. Yeah. Um, Put an asterisk next, next to that. Well, statement. like I think, yeah. I mean, you give yourself. Yeah, well, I don't well, think you look, give yourself enough credit. I, th- I think I think you're right. I don't give myself enough credit, and I think that um, a lot of the guys here, you know, we get paid to play. Do you know yep. what I mean? Sometimes, like sometimes, when I tell people that, they are absolutely blown away because yeah. I really downplay it. You know, oh, you know, it's just local footy, whatever. Um, but then when, when when you tell them that, you know, it really puts a, a stamp on like. Yeah, it does because not there's a lot of people that don't get paid. No, bloody like oath. most majority of players in whatever sport, like footy's the same thing. Like when I, yeah. when people at work and whatever ask me, like, do you get paid? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, and exactly. I tell them how much, and they're like, what the fuck? I didn't know you get paid to do that. Like, well, yeah, yeah, you, you exactly. Do. And and even if you're not a bloody athlete and fuck zero zero percent fat on your body, yeah, like you still like you still get, get a little bit of cash to help you get through. And like oh, people sort of looking and go, why should you get paid? Like, well. We put it, put our bodies through a fair bit, and so it's, like, it's a lot of time as well. It's a lot of time. It's and a lot like, of time. Three, like like we, we train three nights a week. You do three, Fuck. plus plus a Saturday. Yeah, that's that's four days of my week. It's like it's essentially like a part time job. Absolutely. And some um, people some people look at it like that. 
yeah. as, as a part-time yeah. job. Um, but yeah. Um, so you mentioned, like, you obviously was mainly, well, you played footy as a young fella, but it's mainly always just been soccer for you? Yeah, always been soccer. Yeah. What um, sort of uh, junior, like junior clubs, does it always like some level of professionalism to it? Or absolutely. Just, yeah. Like, and that was the thing. The junior clubs are fucking full on, aren't they, they still? Are. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I remember when I went to, like, my sort of first training soccer, I was, I was a kid, right? Yep. Year six, year seven. Uh, sorry. Uh, six or seven. Age six yeah. or seven. Yeah. Um, and our coach pulled us in for a meeting. He said, well, not a meeting, like a huddle at the start of training. And he goes, when you get here, you shake my hand and you shake my assistant coach's hand. Yep. And I was like, what on earth is he talking about? Yeah. And, um, like, and that's what it was. And if you that's didn't, if you got there and didn't shake their hand, like you'd run laps. We, um, like I've got a mate who he's put his kids into soccer now. And they're mm. like, well, one's just turning 10 and the other's about, I don't know, probably like six, seven. Yeah. I went and watched that training just around the corner and I was like, oh, this would be cool, a little kick and I watched the kid. And it's like, it's fucking proper training full for these on, kids, man. Full on. Like it's the actual structured there, drill. They're, yeah. They're, they're running through them, they're and doing then I was jumps. Watching one, like the coach has just gone to these two kids like, at the end of training, everyone's packing up, which I love that. I love when like, the players do that yeah. as a coach. But then like some kids weren't doing it. And then he's like, you're going to go on the iPad this week? He's like, yeah. I'm telling your parents, no fucking iPad. You're banned from it. Really? No iPad. Holy and he's like, you didn't help shit. pack up. So he's grabbed the two bags of soccer balls, tipped them out, kicked them around, fucking pack up. You That's pack how it should up. Be. That's like, you have some respect. We're it, here to set up. These other kids are doing the right You're not doing the right thing. Now you pick up all these balls in front of everyone. Like, it's not picking on them or like making them feel bad. Like, it's like just teaching them, like, hey, if you're in, not going to display the right behaviors, we'll make you. It's, it's ingrained. Otherwise, you're probably not welcome at this club. It's, it's ingraining the right behaviors. Yeah. And, and, and there, there are many different cultures and clubs in, in, in South Australia, and some prioritize it more than others. Yeah. And you see it even at the top, top level. These clubs will, there's clubs that will get in pay the most money and just get the biggest stars yeah, in. Yep. And then there are clubs that will reward the players that have come through the, yep. through the ranks. Yep. So it's, it's, it's ingrained in the club cultures. Yeah. Um, all the yeah, way through. So it comes down, I suppose what coaches value more like, Hey, let's just get the results and get people in or no, nah, let's build a really strong culture from the juniors I, I, about I, hard work. Um, I, I'm, I'm a very firm believer that the building the culture is what gets you long-term success. Yeah. Um, getting the cash in and getting some, you know, people that are going to the highest bidder is a short-term plan. Yeah, you might win one championship, then they all leave next year for the highest bidder or whatever. Or exactly right, people that don't care about the club. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, you see it, and you need a pipeline of players as well. Yeah, you need a pipeline of players that that care about the club. Yeah, um, and that starts at juniors. At juniors, hundred percent. At juniors, I, when I when I was in juniors, I only played for two clubs. I played for Croydon until I was fifteen. Yep. Then went to Strikers. Yep. And until last year, those were my only two clubs. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah, very loyal. And where are you at? Uh, what is it? West, West, West Torrent. How do you say it? West uh, Torrent? Bacala at the moment. West yeah. Torrent's Bacala. Yeah. And that's in State League One. Is State that right? One, yeah. How, can I ask you, what's the like the comparison? So, obviously, I'm a footy head. Like, yeah. So, I've got AFL, SA, NFL, Adelaide Footy League. Yeah. Like, what is the comparative, like, where are you in terms of that scale? So, so it'd be the equivalent to... If the Sandful had a second division, but not reserves, so right. we already have a reserves division, right? Right. It'd be if you could, if you, if let's say so Div One, let's say Div One A, like Port Districts, like their yep. their, their grade. If Port Districts finished top and they went into the Sandful, that's what it would be. Okay, right. So, so we're the one below the Sandful. Yep. Um, but you can go up and down. And that is that MPL. MPL. So right. MPL is the equivalent to Sandful, I'd right. say. Yeah. Uh, A League. Fucking hell. So you like just so you're below. Top. 
Yeah. Like, you're right up there. And, yeah. like... They're, 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 but then that, that's all about the change. They're about to bring in a second division of the A-League. I have seen this. So that would be oh, the... But equivalent. I haven't followed it much lately off since finishing up working. Yeah, well, none of the clubs have the money for it. It'd that, be really tough. So, like, yeah. well, I you, really... It'd be really cool to see that, like, A-League relegation and all that, but, like... They've got to get the A-League right first. But, pe- yeah, people don't understand, like, it's actually... You've got to get membership. You've got to have stadium that's, well, that's like, it. capable like, of having fans in it, like, like big like crowds. My, my club, Bacala, are one of the clubs gone for it. Yep. Um, and, you know, this isn't to have a dig at anyone, but, like, you know, let's say we went in there tomorrow, we went to the second division. Yep. And we've only got, like, 100 people at our games currently. Yeah. Where do those fans come from? Where um, do they- do you and if I mean? you go into that league and say, like, somehow you made it up to the A-League, like, Melbourne Victory aren't coming to play you guys here. Well, yeah, that's They're it. not playing you at your home deck. No, exactly right. And so like the, that's, clubs, the clubs just aren't set up for it. Yeah. The top league isn't set up for it. It'd be fantastic it. for it's, the it's, culture and to grow the game, but, like, we're, so, we're a fair way off that. It's, a right, it's the right idea, wrong time, I think. Yeah. I think we've got a lot of things we've got to get right before yeah, we... Yeah, the A-League is, like I said, got to get that right. <sighs> and there's still good. some fucking... Ugh, some issues... Some you know, fucking hell. You can't even watch the games, man, without yeah. fucking... Paramount You Plus can't it. even, like, pause rewatch. Like, it's fucked. It's, it's a joke. It's... Yeah. Like, I, I could say a lot of things that would, you know... Break <laughs> I've the got, internet. I've got some, like, information, um, but I won't go there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, that's what, for me, as it, like... I used to love watching the EPL all the time. Mm. Chelsea was my team. I yeah. used to love it. But as soon as they went to Optus, like, yeah. I'm not fucking watching this anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Getting, I'm even on an Optus phone now. I don't watch it. Yeah, so I actually it just killed my I, life for it. Yeah, well, that's it because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it, it was like red, I just it was, love watching. It was on Fox and just like bang, fucking all these games are available to you watch mm. right fucking now. You have to go out of your way to get it now. I actually switched my phone to Optus when they yeah bought the Premier yep. League because I was like, well, I, I need I to want, watch it. Yeah, I need to watch. But it. But yeah, I was like, well, I'm not watching this anymore. And then by the time I got an Optus phone, I was so far removed from it, I just don't even watch it now. Yeah, I exactly. Right. Keep an eye on the results and stuff, but. And then that's probably the same thing now for A League. Like mm. you're not. Well, get, that's it. That's you're exactly. Not, that's, you're not getting casual viewers anymore. Well, I, I would probably put myself in the, the probably just above a casual viewer. Yeah. But not a diehard. Back in like 2012, I was a dot. Mm, 2014 ish around yep. that area, I was going to every every single Highmarsh game. Yep. Every single like I was so invested. Um, then the switch. So I'd put myself like above a casual, but not like you know. Yeah. Um, Switch to Paramount Plus, an extra twenty bucks a month to watch a game casually. Let's put it that way. I'm not doing it. Like I'd rather not watch it. Yeah. When they floated that, I like that was happening when I was working. I was like, this but is actually a really shit idea. Terrible idea. Like, this like, is not like, good. Like, like, like we're getting not enough viewers idea. right now. Yeah. Um, People are not gonna. They switch. just don't get it. I I I think that and you know last year when they made that decision to put all the grand finals in Sydney, they just oh, they just don't get it. That was fucked. But they, obviously, clearly needed the money. Well, that's it. It was a cash. It was a cash injection. That's it's nothing other than we need the money. Yeah, and that's it. But, the, but football is such like a cultural thing that yeah. like they just they didn't understand the backlash of the fans. Yeah, they didn't understand what the fans find important. Yeah, um, it's they don't give a shit about a f- football festival. No, they don't care. They, they don't, want to be able to go. They and just earn the right go. to play in their hometown. Football, as in soccer, football is a very. Um, uh, not it doesn't need to be franchised. If you if you if you yeah, nah. if you look at the the successful clubs, they don't give a shit about pre-game entertainment. They don't nah. give a shit about halftime entertainment and light shows and shit like that. They want to go for two hours, watch some football, drink a beer, and go home. Yeah, they couldn't care less about festivals and yeah, nah. and all that kind of stuff. And and like I said, that's that's a short-term plan. 
Mm. The long-term plan is to get these clubs filling their seats again with people that care about the clubs. Yeah. That's what they need. Yep. Not football festivals and st- streaming subscriptions and shit like that. What they need, what, they, what they're really struggling to do is convert the casual viewer to a diehard. Absolutely. Because and putting finals in a football festival in Sydney will not get an Adelaide United casual to, to go. fucking... They're not going to spend all that money to go there if they no, make they it. They, they won't. Enough. But they will rock up to Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. Absolutely. And fucking pack that out with 60,000 people. And the, and the grand final at Adelaide Oval will, will be like, probably like the pinnacle of the A-League. That mm. that was like one of the biggest that days was in the I, A-League history. I was I was living here at that point, but I, I wasn't a football, like I wasn't following yeah. United or anything. So I didn't understand, I didn't watch it, didn't go. I, I was there in the in, in the Red Army. Doing, Fuck, doing, that would have been because, insane. Because around that time, I went to all the games then. Yeah. I was, I was going to every single game. But you know what else is that? The players chop and change every two minutes. Yeah. The squad, like you can't, how do you identify yourself in a squad that changes every two minutes? Yeah, I know. Every you, every you asphyxiate yourself to a player, like he's my favorite player. Like oh, next next week's at Perth Glory, yeah. <laughs> but they all just do a merry-go-round of the same club. Don't worry, I'll be back in a few years. Yeah, exactly right. So you can't get attached. Either. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough because like you know you buy the kids come in, would buy the jerseys, get the name on the back, and then like a month yeah. later they've sold him. He's at Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how it goes. Oh man, I might just quickly go to the toilet. You're gonna so, go to the yeah, toilet. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's fine, man. Do you know where the bathroom is? I don't. Okay. Well, it's just through there, through that door right there, man. Beautiful. Man. We'll have a little intermission while Austin goes to the toilet. It's never happened before on a podcast. But, oh, this, uh, this is groundbreaking. You, yeah. Probably don't take the headphones with you. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll just kill some time here by myself. How was the toilet break, man? Yeah, it was good. It was Did good. You take a shit in my toilet? No, but I was in there for that long because I've been holding on to it for that long. <laughs> that was. Nah, I heard that was a pretty heavy stream. Yeah, I'm glad I muted the mics. Who's who's, who's frying chicken in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Well, we we're just touching on uh, sport, obviously, like talking about your football slash soccer journey. Mm. Um, you said obviously playing state league one. Mm. Is, do you have? Do you suffer from any like anxieties and pressure of performing? I used to you used a to? lot, especially like um, I I I was never any I never played um, in any state teams any of that right, stuff. Okay. So. Um, when I broke into seniors, I, I wasn't ready for it. First of all, yeah. um, it was during that sort of shit period in my life. I wasn't taking care of my body. Yeah. Wasn't, um, doing all the right things. And then, um, I sort of just got thrust into it. Like I just got like, it was, it was during the COVID break and some people had quit and whatever. And I was, right. I was sort of lying on the bench and, um, like we got two injuries in the first 10 minutes of a game. And just like I'd gone from never playing a senior game to now I'm on 20 minutes into the game. Fuck. And like, and like the world was just going around me real fast. And like that was fine because I didn't have time to think about it. Like yep. I was just thrown into it and yep. I did did really well. Um, and then just like I was just sort of coming off the bench. But like I, I thought that I wasn't ready. And so I, I really was like really anxious about games, right? And then um, I was coming off the bench and I scored a couple goals off the bench, just got lucky, right place, right time. It's just sort of what I've made a career out of, right? Uh, <laughs> it's just, just being just being there at the right time. Um, and uh, when, when I first started, I remember it was my first start against South Adelaide. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight like because I, I, I put so much pressure on yeah. myself. I was like, I'm going to stress out. And so... Uh, Everything sort of went up for me from this point in my life, right? Um, because I was like, you know what? The night before a game, I, I took 20 minutes and I just meditated. Yeah, right. I meditated for 20 minutes. I'd never done anything like that in my life. Yep. 
like never been involved in that kind of stuff. I was just like, I just want to calm myself down somewhere, like somehow. Mm. Gonna try something, meditated, just breathe in, breathe out. Went out there the next game, did did great. So the first like year of like soccer was like of of seniors football, sorry. Like was was very much like, okay, relax yourself by doing this and it just worked. It just worked. And yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't physically ready for, for senior football. I was really unfit. And um, that's what I kept worrying about was I was like, oh, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm yeah, not ready. Yeah, okay. But I'm, I'm playing tomorrow, so you don't have a choice. You've got no choice, man. Exactly right. Fuck, you've got to be, you're not, you you're have not, to be ready. You're not going to say no. Yeah, nah, no, no so, way. So um, I used to meditate. I used to tell all my friends about it. I was like, man, I just meditate. How old were you at this point? 19. Fuck, man, you wouldn't be too many 19-year-olds yeah. out there doing that. Yeah, um, and I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm meditating before the game, and I feel great. I'd go out there with a clear mind. I'd go out there and just so like, like, fuck I'm not physically ready, but hey, I'm going to be mentally ready. Exactly right, and um, I'd get so anxious. And yep. the, and the more the more I've started to play, you know, this is like my fourth season of seniors. Yeah. Um, the less I've had to do that kind of stuff because I don't get as hard down on myself. You know, I'm I'm more like you know, there's next week, whatever. Um, but at that time, it was like every game was like, you know, you could get chopped next week, yep. not play again. Um, but, that, but that's how I dealt with it, man. I, I used to meditate the night before and the morning wow. of. That's yeah. impressive, man. Yep, wouldn't talk to anyone. Like I would just completely black out my front because before that I was playing reserves, didn't really give a shit. Mm. Go out the night before games, whatever. Yep. Go to the Ramsgate, rock up, hungover. <laughs> um, but then I was like, well, now I need to take this seriously. And there were people in my team, dude, like that would like have a protein shake after the game, and and I yeah. just wasn't doing any of that sort of stuff. So I was like, oh, I got to up myself here. Cause I'm, yeah, and so um, I'd black out my Friday nights. I'd do like a, a bath with like Epsom salts. Yep. Chill out, meditate, and go to bed. Just get fucking in a state and of zen. It, it literally was, and, and I never was into that kind of stuff. And, and like I tell people about it, and and they 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 do brush it off, and I would have done the same thing. Hundred percent. Yeah, I would have like back when I was that age playing footy. I would just be like, that's a bit. Why would you do that? That's but weird. how many how many professional players do you hear talk about that stuff? They all they mention all do, it. don't like they? From an yeah. AFL perspective, like they all have um, like wellness well, wellness yeah, journals and, and, and um, shit like that. They have psychologists come in and, and teach them, like yeah, meditation or breath work and like yeah. how to settle your mind and stuff like but, that. Like but like it's, yeah, so it's changed heaps. Yeah, and there there are many physical benefits for it as well. Mm. Um, I, I felt it, man. Like I seriously felt it. So I, I was a real big stress head because yeah, I was yeah. just like I was just like I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Yep. Relax myself and just went out there and whatever. Yeah, I don't think so. Through my playing, like I would fucking the night before Friday night was so I'd be my stomach would be in knots, and the yeah. morning of, and like I never ever once did like the meditate or mindfulness stuff mm. like throughout my journey playing footy. And I'm doing mindfulness now, so every day I journal. Yeah, and I feel so clear. And I look back and I've stopped playing now, and I'm like, fuck, I should have probably done this. You, your brain's an organ, man. Like you need to feed it. It's it's like your body. You need like you need to feed your body good foods, drink lots of water. Mm. Your, your your mind is like that. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm really starting to learn that stuff. Like if you treat it like an organ, like and feed it good food, yeah, it, it's gonna you're gonna reap the rewards of that. Yeah, fuck man, that's so that's unreal, man. I didn't know that, and that's really amazing, impressive to to hear you talk about that. So, um, I read somewhere on your Instagram profile. I was doing a bit of a stalk, man. Mm. Apologies, but like, obviously, well, this is this is a professional podcast. You got to do your research, mate. I was doing a little bit of research, not too much. I like to keep it as raw as possible. But like you mentioned, obviously, who who do you think your biggest supporter of your your soccer throughout your life was? Oh, definitely my old man. Your old man, yeah, my old man. Um, he knew nothing about soccer. 
And really? Absolutely. Didn't know a thing. Really? Didn't know a thing. Complete, wow. complete footy background. So just and loved like the AFL. Like yeah, loved the AFL. Fuck. He was he was a full like down Port Magpies all the time. Wow. Like, like so he complete footy background. Um, I always like to say that I was my dad's favourite because um, I was the only one that was good at sport. <laughs> really? So yeah. yeah. Other yeah. two boys, no. Other two, no, never yep. stuck. Um, yeah, but he did not think about soccer. He loved the like team management side of things. Because he couldn't be a coach, but he wanted to be involved. Yep. Um, so he was a team manager. Loved it. And loved just was there, time. fuck, so he was there the whole time like, yeah. throughout your journey. Absolutely. And he talked to me after games and like yep. he, he, he'd, um, his head would be in the right place, like his heart was in the right place. But like I was like, man. What you're saying is wrong, <laughs> but like, but like, I, was, <laughs> I still appreciated it because yeah. it was like from the right. He was like, you know, you did really well today, and this is why, and this is why. And I'd be like, oh, but I didn't. But like, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, nah, you're right. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but yeah, big supporter. Fuck, what a what an absolute. Um, and he was the team manager of the seniors when I broke in, and you know, obviously the joke was that I was only in the team because of my dad. He just, <laughs> just went, just goes without saying, really does. I think he? that's like the case for every single person whose dad's involved. Yeah, like, just, ah, he's fucking yeah. That's just the reason he got dad. there. Yeah, just goes without saying. Yeah, when I, when I left the club uh, for a year in like 2018 or something, uh, the the senior coach, like I, I spoke to him, I was like, hey man, I just want to go have a crack at this other team. He was like, yeah, no worries, you're welcome back here anytime. And I went to my mates after, and they're like, "How'd you go?" And I was like, "Yeah," he said, "I'm welcome back." And he was like, "Yeah, it's only because you're old man, mate, not because of you." <laughs> oh, fuck off! <laughs> oh, so thanks, good. man. Thanks for the support, yeah, thanks, hey. man. You're not a good player. You're fucking just your old man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've never, I didn't, unfortunately, never got to meet your dad. But obviously, um, do you want to speak about the time in January 2022? Like, I never. That really shocked me when I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, you well, put that post up. It, it was a shock. So, um, yeah. So for those that don't know, my my old man passed away last year. Early yep. last year, um, it it was a shock. Like it wasn't expected. Um, sort of just woke up one morning. I was supposed to play soccer that day. Yeah, I just moved clubs, and um, woke up one morning. We we're going to see a house, and um, woke up in the morning. Knocked it, like he hadn't woken up that morning, so we knocked on his door. Just yeah, and he'd passed. Just passed away. Fuck man. Yeah. Um, real awful. Um, and during that time was was uh. Uh, COVID was pretty rampant. Yeah. Um, yep. So doing the um, funeral and everything was very difficult. Um, and my nonna was in, uh, so, so his mum yep. was in isolation. Um, my nonna, who's passed now as well, he um, was in the hospital with COVID. And so um, we never told him um, because he had dementia, like didn't well, have much longer. Fuck. Um, well, we did eventually end up telling him, but not to like, they thought he was going to pass away as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, do we tell him or do we just sort of wait? It was tough, tough. Yep. The things you don't think about, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so woke up just one morning. Um, we're supposed to go see a house together and it's just how it goes. Like, just happens. Wow. And uh, we, we never found out how or why. Yeah, wow. That's fucking insane. Because yeah. I remember just, I think like, like Lockie, yeah. obviously our good mate, like we saw it and then we sort of messaged each other because you know you never want to message like the yeah, person that's going exactly through like right. hey, well, not because you know, and we don't want to just find out it's like we're yeah. genuinely just like shocked yeah. so we never messaged you to ask what happened we just obviously threw our yeah. support but like um, we were just and, like what the of, fuck one, man this is one, one of the biggest things I found was that I hated I absolutely hated making people feel uncomfortable talking to me yeah. that's what I felt yeah, because you know it's I mean? real awkward at the. It like, is. It is. You're kind of dancing awkward. around, it not to try upset you, or you exactly know. right. And I would, like I would just tell people, I'm just be like, 
just talk to me like I'm fucking still the same person. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't need you to be more nice to me or, mm. you know, because people, people they'd freeze up when they talk to me yeah, about it. Yeah, Because they didn't want to upset me and I was like, no, it's fine. Like, you can talk to me like yeah. I'm still the same fucking person. Yeah. Um, fuck, what was like in those days sort of weeks after? Like, you would have been yeah, pretty, pretty fucked. Pretty messed up, yeah. yeah. Um, look, I think I dealt with it as well as you can. Um, not that you need to stay positive about it, but also like you can't change anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, for the next couple of weeks, because like I said, it was hectic with, with COVID, um, we couldn't do a funeral for two, three weeks. Fucking hell, man. And so so I didn't get that sort of peace of mind to sort of now you can move on and not move on, kind of, but, yeah, but look. get back to what you normally do. So I was just off work for two, three weeks, off soccer for two, three weeks. Fuck, yeah. Um, I had to move out for a little bit. Yeah, um, I stayed at my auntie's house for three weeks during that period because I, I was that like um, terrified of my own house because that's where it, it all went down. Yeah, um, I was so scared of my own house, so yep. scared of the room that, that he was in that I, I didn't go in there. Yeah, go in there for about two three months. There was there was one point um, I wanted a uh, what do they call it? a Google Chrome. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to watch something in my room, and um, there was Google Chrome, but it was in that. Uh, my dad's room yeah right and i was i actually messaged my mum and i was like mum like i want this google chrome but i don't want to go in, i don't want to go in that room yep so i had to make her go in there yeah for right because i was that terrified fuck man like that's just something that not everyone has to deal with um yeah, it's kind of sort of blown me away just sort of thinking about it to be honest with you like yeah, yeah like and and so many people say to me like i don't know how you do it like i don't mm. know how you deal with it and it's just like until you're in the position you don't know, right? But mm. but you just don't have a choice. Like you don't, you don't. Like you don't. What are you? Gonna, you just got to carry on. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I've had a few moments like that where I've had people pass away, mm. but not a like family, not a close yeah. family member other than grandparents. So I've been very lucky. Yeah, um, but obviously be, I've had mates, like a mate that's passed away, and yeah. a couple other things have happened. And like yeah, you don't like. It's kind of like it can either break you and end, end you, or you're like fuck. I kind of just have to. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. And um, I was talking. I, one of my friends from soccer didn't know about this mm. uh, about me, and I was telling him about it the other day. And um, I said to him, "You, you, you also go through me personally. This is my personal experience. Um, you go through this real positive change of um, I felt that nothing could break me anymore. Mm. Like, and and it, with, with work and with soccer, like everything just went up, like on an uphill trajectory, because." Like, I was just like, who cares? Mm. Who gives a shit? I'd go through things with no anxiety, no fear, because I'd be like, you've been through worse than this. Yeah, you've experienced Something goes worst. wrong at work, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's not that deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not as bad as it can be. Yeah. Um, because when you've been at the lowest, you know, no, nothing can get lower no. than that. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're like, absolutely right. You're yeah. like, you're Monday to Friday, your work, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, it does, but it doesn't. Like, it's not that deep. Um, when you go to soccer, you go there with a complete free mind. Mm. You fuck up a pass, who cares? Yeah. You you miss a shot, who cares? You lose a game, not who cares, but like you need to bounce back. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. And, um, like, because there's so many things where we th we put all that time and effort to and think, fuck, this is the end of the you, world. You, you, like, get goes really, wrong. you get really caught up in it. Yeah. And you're like, hang on. I've actually experienced a fuck, like, so much worse than this. And so, sometimes you do get that clarity from the you know, real tough experience yeah. is that you can come out of it and go no yeah. like like the, m these mundane things that feel very important on a short time aren't they're not 
and they you don't. Can just, you they kind of don't matter. They don't, and and like like they do, I would, but they don't. They do, but they don't. Yeah. And I, I'd tell people, I'd be like, I don't, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. And like in a real positive way, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, like you just move past the things that don't. Have but they like you're like oh, something goes wrong. Oh well, move on. Yeah, hey, move on, guys. Let's just focus on the next thing. Exactly um, right. So, so it's yeah. shit. Like you have to go through a really tough time to and learn yeah. a lot and like a bit of stoicism I guess and like absolutely it does sort of resilience yeah. it's resilience training in the worst fucking way I suppose yeah I, I'm real very stoic like yeah. very very big on that kind of stuff and I try and ingrain it into my partner and she just doesn't get it at all yeah like yeah. she she um she's a lovely lovely girl um but she gets real caught up about like very mundane things yeah I'm like well what are you gonna do to change it and she's like well I can't do anything I'm like, that's exactly right yeah don't let, do. don't let it own a space in your mind. Don't worry exactly about it. Exactly right. You, if, you, if you've done what you can to control a situation, yeah. that's all you can do. Like a lot of people just worry about things. Mm. And like you're allowed to worry, but like fuck, yeah. you really have to kind of assess, hey, can I actually do anything about this? No. Yeah. Oh, fuck, don't let it own space in my mind, man. Absolutely. We suffer more in our thoughts. Yeah. Like, you know. Absolutely. Um, um, so I've really tried to be a bit more stoic recently. Obviously, with my mental health, it's been I've had some real battles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but kind of like you're allowed to worry about things, but you need to really pick and choose what you focus on to worry about you're, the most. You're allowed to worry about it, but you also need to let go of it. Yeah. You can't let it occupy you. Because um, like even just 12 months ago, like I would like would have blow-ups at work when people piss me off. Yeah. But then like my mentor there gave me some great strategies. Like you need to really just calm yourself before you respond to things because you need to respond, not react. Yes. And he's like, you need to like ask them, can you just elaborate what you mean by that? Yeah. Clarify what you mean. And then yeah. they'll have a moment to think and they won't actually be able to explain what they're talking about because mm. they're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But they're just trying to get a rise out of you. So I've, yeah. like the past few, or the last 12 months, I've started to grow and learn like you don't need to react to everything. Yeah. Things will piss you off. Things will ro- worry you, but like don't let it fucking own space in your mind and just kind of respond to it in, a, in an appropriate way and then move yeah. on. Well, I'm in what I would probably consider a, a relatively high-performing job, right? Mm. And... um. I, I blow people away when I tell them that, like, I don't think about my job when I go home. Yeah, yep. Like, they are absolutely rattled by that fact. I'm like, you know, as much as I love my job, and I have to preface what I say by saying that I love my job and I take it very seriously and, I, and I'm very passionate yeah. about it, but at the same time, it's Bunnings. Who cares? Yeah, it's, like it's, at the end of the day. It's, like it's, it's not that important. Yeah. Nobody's going to die over what we're doing Yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. Do you know what I mean? And so I, I think that... um that calm nature of not worrying. And I, I don't say that to every person that asks me to do something. Yeah, you know no, I mean? yeah, yeah. But like, you know, when, when things are getting real stressful and stuff and you sort of you sort of have to remember where you are and just go, you know, this is a job. Yeah. This is a job. There's no, there's no point getting too caught up about it. Yeah. yeah. You've got to worry about your, like yourself, your, your partner at home. Like that's the yeah, that's, important thing. Yeah, that's things what's that, important. That's, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, sort of through those times, obviously pretty difficult times, losing your, losing your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever like have to get any professional help, or you kind of just oh not yeah? Um, that's a real, real funny one. Um, I didn't think that I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I dealt with it quite well, um, as well as you can. Yeah. Um, but what I was really concerned about, I had this one day at work where um, someone was talking to me, and I sort of just got really caught up in um, thinking about it. Like I was talking to someone about work. And I started thinking about, you know, everything that had happened and yeah. the actual experience itself of, of uh, finding him and, and all that, yeah. which is very, yep. very traumatic, right? Fucking oath, man. Yeah. So, um, 
there was one day uh, where that happened. I sort of had a bit of an anxiety attack and freaked out a little bit. Yeah. Only only happened once, right? And so I spoke to my mum afterwards. I was like, look, I think I need to see someone because I'm concerned that I'm putting this to the side. Yeah. And that one day it's just going to blow up. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just really concerned that, you know, for now I'm okay, but one day it's really going to just, you know, hit me like a train. Right? Yep. So she goes, um, you know, she works at a GP and she goes, you know, go see them. They'll put together a plan for you so you can get like a cheaper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She knows the, she takes care of that side of stuff for me. And um, I went to see this GP to basically get a clearance that I was uh, mentally unwell enough to go see a psychologist, yep. right? Yep. That's basically what it is. And it was, oh man, I came out of this meeting like red faced furious really furious so i went in there and sat down with this gp and he goes um so you have to preface it by saying i want to see you for this reason blah 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 so he comes in he gets his notes out and he goes um so you know your your, your father's passed away and you want to go see a psychologist about it i said yeah and i thought in my mind i was like those are the two boxes you need to tick to go see a psychologist. Yeah. I don't need to fucking tell you anything more than that. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, very traumatic experience. And he starts going through this this like checklist and he goes, so are you struggling to eat or anything? I was like, no. He goes, do you ever think about, you know, hurting yourself mm-hmm. or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, not really. Um, do you ever blah, 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 blah. All this, you know, um, all the checklist of someone that is going through yeah. a lot of mental... And like I said, I didn't think I was going through anything too bad and I still don't think that I was. But I was very concerned about like what I could be you going through. You were almost like getting... You know, I think I was almost like just shoving it beneath the surface and not dealing with it, right? Yeah. And um, so we're going through all this stuff and I'm saying no to a majority of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, you know... I can't remember the questions he asked me, but it was stuff along those yeah, lines. Yeah, just like... Yeah. Are you struggling to eat? Do you ever think about self-harm? All that kind of stuff. I was like, no. Um, and he goes, well, look, man, um, at the end of the meeting, he goes, um, uh, grief isn't enough to go see a psychologist. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, sorry? And he goes, yeah, like, just, just because you've had a family member pass away, like, that's not enough for me to give you a, a mental health, like, check i was like you're kidding me like you're actually joking so for for five minutes I, I switched on and i just started playing the game and i was like oh actually i have been struggling to eat yeah yep oh actually yeah you know i have been thinking about it and th- people go through this stuff and i had to trivialize it which yeah. is a terrible terrible thing That's- but i had to do that for them to take me seriously which Buckets. is which which is an awful, awful thing. And like I said, I went into that thing and most people would go into that well, thing. it's not awful on your part. Like, that's no, terrible it's, from it's, that it's professional. Awful, it's awful from the system. Yeah, that, to be that, like, nah, you probably don't need you, it. You aren't mentally unwell enough to go... I, I think that everyone should have access to that. Whether, whether they're going through it, whether they're not. I shouldn't have to go in there and prove to you yeah. that I'm mentally unwell enough... Hey, so, sorry, my mental problems didn't, uh, you know, they, did, they didn't score well enough on your checklist, mate. Exactly right. And so, so for five minutes, I switched on, you know, buried how angry I Just was. Played the game, I suppose. Didn't to, have, you know, before I maybe if I bloody clocked him, then they would have thought yeah. I was mentally unwell enough, right? Um, Fuck, man. So I had to play the game. I just backtracked. Yep. You know, did a U-turn. I was like, actually, I, I am struggling to eat. Now. Actually, I am. And he was like, oh, I almost got excited. He was like, oh, really? I can put that down. Tick, tick, tick. What? Yep, here you go. And so Fuck. I walked out and I ended up getting one. Yeah. But I had to... Play the game. Play the game. And how 
imagine yeah. how many people go th- go in that process genuinely needing help but like maybe not comfortable enough to open up and like say those things mm. and then they get fobbed, passed away, turned um, away with nothing and then they go home like, oh, well, no one wants to help me. I'm going to fucking do, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, exactly right. And, and Like, what no, the fuck, man? No I'm so sorry you had to go through that, man. No, no one's problems, you know, it shouldn't be like a ranking system no of way. your your problems are worse than this person. So I'm going to send this person to see a psychologist, but you you don't deserve you it. You go home and you deal with yourself. Exactly right. What? It absolutely blew me away. And I went home and I was like, I said, said to my mates, I was like, this system's screwed up. It's Fuck. screwed up. Like, like, I can't believe that I had to do that just to go see a psychologist. And it's like like going through this podcast and having the people reach out to me and say, hey, man, I, I didn't know you were going through this. I've mm. been going through the same thing. And I yeah. didn't know that. There'd be so many people out there that just want help. Yeah, absolutely. And then they go, oh, just go get help. Yeah. Just speak up. And it's not hey, that easy. I just did speak up, mate, and I got turned away. Yeah. Like, are you fucking serious, man? How unbelievable. And yeah. So uh, I wasn't going to, I wasn't like, for, for a moment, he was like, no, you're not um, illegible. What the fuck? And I was absolutely like blown away. And I came out of like the appointment like furious. red faced, like, why the fuck does, does anyone do this stuff? Like, no wonder people don't exactly get, right. ask for and, help. And, and like, because that's the response they get. And like I said, I think that everyone deserves it. It shouldn't yeah. be your problems are worse than this person, so you deserve it. And Fuck, man, that's so crazy. Well, yeah. look, man, like for you to speak up and like go and get help, try to get help and like fuck, get, almost get knocked back, like essentially knocked back originally, yeah. like that's, but like for you to come on and just speak about what you've been through as well on this yeah. podcast, hopefully that's a little bit, not healing for you, but an opportunity for you to speak and... Yeah, no, I've always felt very comfortable talking about yep. it. Um, yeah, you're like looking at you right now, you're pretty relaxed, pretty calm. Yeah. Like, I'm probably feeling a bit more emotional than yeah. you, to be honest with you, man. Like, yeah, fuck. I've always felt very comfortable. And like I said, it's always been the people around me that get very yeah. antsy talking about yep. it because they don't want to step on my toes. They don't want to say the wrong thing. Yep. And I've always just been like, no, I'm completely comfortable talking yeah. about it. Um. Do you reckon, like, have you spoken much about losing your dad, like, to many people, or like? Oh, obviously, you you talk about it a lot more when it happens, right? Yeah, and then naturally, people move on with their own lives. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a slide on anyone. No, that's right? just, yeah. Um, it's just how it is for that first month or two. Mm. It was all I spoke about. Yep, and then people stop asking. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And not yeah. not for any other reason. They they move on with their lives, and you know they got their own stuff going yeah. on. Um. I probably could talk about it more often, to be honest. Mm. And that's what, like, my psychologist was big on. Was just like, just feel open talking about it. Yeah. Feel open talking to your mates. Like, sometimes if you're driving home from work after a shit day, call a mate and talk mm. to them. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I um, speak about it often enough and I've got no problems talking about it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm amazed that you've um, sat down and just willing to speak to me about it. And in turn, there's probably going to be a couple hundred yeah. people that listen to this and... um you might inspire one or two other people to talk up, yeah. have a conversation with a mate, a loved one, whether they're yeah. going through something or they know of a mate that might yeah, be. And, like and sometimes it's worth touching base. And, and yeah. you know what? I could tell the people that were going to, that were, and you know, that this is probably not a very nice thing to say, but like I could tell the people that were there genuinely and mm. the people that weren't. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell the people that are doing it to tick a box yep. and say they've spoken to you mm. and the people that are like, if you need anything afterwards, let me know. And they genuinely mean it. 100%. Versus man. the people that do it to tick a box. And that's just like to I make said, themselves feel good. Yeah. It sounds bad to say, but it, mate, it sounds I've bad experienced to say, it. And but you do, there are those people. There are those like, people. And um, yeah, so there are, the, and 
dude, you realize that the the network of good people you've built when you go through something like that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. One of you my find mates, out the real ones, hey. One of my mates was um at my front door within me twenty minutes of him telling. Yeah, fuck me telling. What a him. legend. Yeah, picked me up, took me for a drive. Yep. Like as it all happened, and fuck like him. yeah, I'm so grateful for that. What an absolute legend. Yeah. You think Dad would be proud of you? <sighs> Try my best. I, 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 I think so. My nonna tells me all the time. Uh, my nonna tells me that um, he used to go to her house and be like, Austin's so switched on. He, she tells me constantly. She, she, he would go, Austin's uh, got it all figured out. Because like, cause at, at that time, I just got that new job. I just started a new soccer club. Like, got signed by... Yeah. It was the first time it ever happened to me. I got approached and signed by a new club. And that was when it happened. So I was really just hitting that peak. Um, and it made starting a new job, starting a new soccer club very, very difficult. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think that he almost would have had that peace of mind of he's going in the right direction. Right he would have just been like, he's okay. Yeah, exactly right. And that's what you can really he's ask He's got for. this. Yeah. Well, mate, I have no doubt that he would be fucking absolutely proud of you. Yeah. And the fact that you, like I said, you're going to sit down and have a record a conversation about your yeah. life and your story and, and about that difficult time. I think that's all that dads really ever want is yeah, for exactly our sons right. or daughters to just be just able be to confident be, able, be confident and be yeah. able to tell that story and share and talk yeah. about their feelings, emotions, and he'd be very proud of you, mate. So yeah, thanks. Well, look, mate, I really appreciate you coming on the show, yeah, and recording an episode and putting your hand up to do it because yeah. probably these first few months of me trying to do it will be like probably t- difficult to find people to speak with, but yeah. Um, it's been great I've I've absolutely you've put your hand up and like shown some vulnerability fuck that's really special mate like I said there's going to be a couple people that will hear this and go fuck now it's my turn to speak yeah absolutely that's what it's for right Um, and having said that like I've put a post into my local footy chat just saying like this is my thing for the weekend of like we've been set a challenge to do something that is you never really would have done and I said well I've started this podcast I've already had one lad message me and just go hey mate I'd love to come on and be a guest and talk yeah. about my story so well I was I was just listening to it last week yeah um, and I was just like you know, I don't know the person that was on last week right yeah yep. but um, I was like it's just a guy talking about yeah. it and I was like that, that it just feels nice you know what I mean 100% man because like we mentioned on that podcast like we never just sit down and have a chat you don't you, you don't you for, for an hour and 27 minutes at the moment wow bloody hell with a little wee break in between with, with a little wee break you can, you can chalk on 15 <laughs> minutes for that um, but we don't do it enough and no. it's funny you sit down and put a microphone in front of one another and we can sit here and talk for an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly um, right. So hopefully it's it... Flown, flown, man. But I, would, I, would, I actually had no clue that's how long we've gone for. Yeah, I know. I could keep going for two hours. Well, yeah, like 100%, man. Um, but that's just... That's the purpose of it, really, is just to, like, not to find a niche of an audience, just to, like, let you and other people like you have the spotlight for a minute and tell yeah. your story. Because yeah. it's going to suck for those people that go their entire life not being able to speak and tell that story and feel important for a little bit because not everyone gets that yeah and like like i said it's it's that network of good friends yeah you got to support you got to surround yourself with good people yeah. um if they're there yeah. absolutely well mate we're going to wrap up now yeah with the lighter stuff yeah of course obviously we've been pretty deep and gotten and spoken been pretty open but we'll just light things up with the questions without notice segment okay we've had it. a few people submit a few questions on the instagram yeah, beautiful I've had to leave a couple out because some were pretty hectic. Yeah, who who, who sent you those? Uh, yeah, there was one dude that sent me one that was pretty inappropriate, and he, it's you. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, funnily enough, you submitted that question, and then ten minutes later, a student in my yeah. class who follows the show submitted the, the exact same, same, same question. question. Nah, um, I'm 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 pretty fucked up. What the hell that kid's going through? <laughs> 
Oh, what fuck. What's going on with that kid? Well, we've kept those ones out, but I've added, kept a couple in. Um, but we'll start with an easy one. You just had a sip of your coffee. What is your coffee order? Uh, oat latte. Oat latte. Oat latte. Pretty, you changed change to the oat, why? Pretty oat. It's light and stomach. As we get older, yeah, we need I'm that. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Bit oat of gut latte. health. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a what do I? small almond cap with an extra shot. Like I don't like too much milk, but that's, I just that's, love. That's strong, man. Yeah, bro. I need it. I love the bitterness, man. It's mm. fucking beautiful. You don't want it too sweet. But then people are like, why don't you just get like a... Like a black coffee. You might as well get a short black of that. Yeah, point. I know. I probably eventually will, maybe, but I'd just like to have a, a decent sized cup to drink. You've got to have something to sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's fucking, it's tasty, man. I like it. Um, hey, man, speaking of drinks, why do we drink a drink but we don't food food? <sighs> this podcast goes places no other podcast has gone. We're groundbreaking. Um, I can't. I don't have an answer for that question. It's fucking you've, weird. You've blown me away. It's a weird um, one. Yeah, nah, something to think about. Yeah, I'll, I'll email you back and answer. Yeah, please yeah. do email me. Five uh, to seven business days. <laughs> uh, favorite movie of all time? Oh, that's a tough one. I always say Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I've never been a big movie guy. Yeah, okay. Um, I've been. I've. I'm, I've always been. Um, found it difficult. Like I can't watch a movie unless I find it like. Like, I couldn't go watch any movie that's in the cinemas right now. Really? Honestly, except for Oppenheimer. Have you seen I'm, that yet? No, 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 I haven't yet. But, like, I can't watch a movie unless I have an invested interest in it. Right, yeah. Like, I've got yep. read a review that's like, this is the best movie you've ever seen in your entire life. So yeah, I okay. I can't watch, like, many movies. Oh, no, I pick them apart too much. Yeah, right. So it's, it's like, really nah, bad. fuck, you'd be sitting there watching, dude, like, dude, watching like, Star Wars, like, Nah, this movie's fake. He wouldn't do a backflip like that. Uh, dude, that's what it's this like. This movie's so fake. And I watch movies with my friends and they're like, Scams, you suck. Like, you fucking suck, dude. <laughs> and I'd be just like, sit I'm, there and enjoy the movie, man. Literally. Like, I can't just sit there and enjoy it like a fucking normal person. And I have yeah. to sit there and pick it apart like a fucking idiot. Fuck, do you ever like sit there watching a movie sometimes then you like remember that they're just acting? Like, this is all pretend? Yeah. And like how awkward that must be? Yeah. And like, like, like that, that massive like... You know, rainbow on the back's just like a backdrop of a green screen. Yeah, really. or like um, they have those big action movies where it's like he's running into a building dressed up as a firefighter. Like this motherfucker's pretending right yeah. now. It's so weird. the smokes like the cr- the smoke and then the machine. cringe factor comes in. I'm like, this is fucking so cringy. You, you got to turn your brain off, and I, I can't do it. Sometimes I'll just like, or you're watching like Guardians of the Galaxy, those superhero movies. Like these guys are just in front of a green screen right yeah. now. There's nothing happening, yeah. and they're pretending. Fucking it. Batista's not really a fucking big ass blue dude. What's that about? It definitely not. Man. Nah. This movie's so fake. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> um, here's a question from the social media. It's actually from a brother. If you dug a hole straight through the earth, would you come out the other side, feet first or head first? He's he's thinking. Got nothing. How can you come out feet first? Oh, don't, well, you because you start digging feet first. Yeah, you like, do, don't you? You'd have At to come out. At what point do you start digging up? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. No, I think my brain tells me feet first, but my brain also says, how the <laughs> fuck do you dig it? And then just drop out the other side. Yeah, do you just drop down you the other side? Like, what the fuck would happen? I think you drop out. Well, you'd probably be dead as you hit the core, eh? Yeah, it gets yeah, pretty hot. I, th- I think that, you know, you've you got to turn your brain off for a second of this question if you start <laughs> thinking about it too literally. It's a good one. It is um, a good one. I like that. So one of my good mates from footy um, asked me this one, but you're not a footy player. Mm. But I'm well well versed in the footy. Oh, I played a couple games. Well, yeah, you did. You were best in. Yeah, yeah. Took the piss. So, because like, I but for, I want to ask. It's almost like a two parter. So, if you're playing footy, socks up or socks down? Socks down. Socks down. I was talking about this last night. Really? Uh, Horny James Horn Francis. 
It suits J- him. You mean Jason? J- I do that all the Get time. Get it right, man. I Get do the that. king's name right. I do that every time. He's the goat. J- Jason Norman Francis. He has his socks up. How good does it look? It looks good, but also they're like, man, who still does that? Yeah. I think if you're like... I think he If you're rocking off. socks up, you have to be a fucking good footy player, yeah, I reckon. Because... Otherwise, you just stand out. I don't know. Your socks up means you're... Fu- if I, you got a little bit of a target on your back. Right, if I line up. up on a guy with socks up, I'm like, I'm in for it today. This yeah. cunt's obviously good. Or he just thinks he's Or a he's just trying to like, pretend. I think yeah. Mick Moldhouse always said, he said to a player one time when he was coaching, at least pull your fucking socks up so you look like a footy player. Because <laughs> you can't play. <laughs> yeah, that's but, exactly right. But then I want to ask for soccer. Because it's always socks up. Dude. Is that a part of the uniform? No, like, no, 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 that? no. It's becoming a fashion statement now. What? Socks have, up. You, have you seen like Jack Grealish? Like, oh, he he his has socks are all the way down because he's got mad calves. Well, he's got huge calves, yeah. But but like, what is it? Is it a? Does it have to be socks up? For that's soccer? the thing is that the players are now pushing the boundaries. It's right. always been like, yep, socks up, shin pads in. Now Jack Grealish has like his socks up to his not even halfway around his calves. Maybe they just don't have socks big enough to fit around his calves. Well, yeah, but, but like, but like, but I get what you mean. Players yeah. at my level do the same thing, right? Because it's a fashion statement. Yeah, I've always wondered that with soccer. Um, right. So then soccer, then so we'll change that question a little bit. Uh, long sleeve, short sleeve shirt. Oh, I love a long sleeve. Do you? Love Are a you? Long is sleeve. it a long sleeve shirt or is it like the skins underneath? Oh, I do the skins underneath because they don't at, at my level they don't. They don't have long. They don't sleeves. make long sleeves for you unless yep. you pay for it yourself. Um, and you got to like doing us, that. Actually, us. no, I, I did buy a long sleeve jersey this year. I, I had a long sleeve last year. We did it for a charity game. Yep. I love the long sleeve. Yeah, I do. I fan. love the feel. I've never wore one, and then I ordered one this year for footy, and it took ten weeks to get here. Yeah, that's it. And then the you day get it halfway through the season, bro, it rocked up the day of my last game, which didn't you know it was my last game. Yeah. I was playing B grade, and they gave my number to another player. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we fucking gave eighteen to one of the other lads." So you couldn't even. So wear I it. couldn't wear my long sleeve number eighteen. So yeah. I just put it in the bag and like, oh, I'll wear it Kept next it. week. I got knocked the fuck out and never played again. Wow. I was like, fuck. Little man, momento. Spilled. Little, Little momento. I'll wear it to training, whatever, if I ever go again. But um, yeah, like, yeah. So your socks down in footy. Socks down in footy, for and sure. then socks. I up. wore when those few games I played. Um, yeah. I wore just like shortcut socks. Yeah, I just wear. I wear the Nike socks. Yeah, that's yeah, what like I those. would yeah. wear. Um, well, then one last one. Is cereal just soup for breakfast? Yes. Fucking is, is. is a hot dog a sandwich? Fuck, man. This interview, it's about you, not me. I don't yeah, know why I'm you're asking saying. questions here. But, but is a hot dog a sandwich? It fucking is. 100%. It is. I think it is. I remember one time at Port Adelaide. So I'm not sure if you ever remember this or you were working that day. I, I, was, I wanted to know why they call it a sandwich. Yeah, no, no, I was there for Were that you day. there? Was and there was it that day. we found out that a guy loved gambling so much? Like a duke from like the... Yeah. He was the Earl of Sandwich or something. Yeah. And he was a fat cunt. And he loved gambling that much, but he didn't want to leave the po- like the table yeah. to eat food. Yeah, we so, googled it. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a day. That was one day at work for us. And yeah, yeah the the reason it's called sandwich apparently is because they Sir his servant Sir Sandwich the Third was a fat cunt <laughs> who wanted to go bet on the horses, and he just didn't want to leave to eat yeah. his food. So he made his servants bring it to him in bread. Yeah, what an innovator! Wouldn't wouldn't what do they always say? Like the lazy person's always like the like. They always come up, yeah. yeah they always innovating it's always, things. It's always the lazy person. We could do this a bit easy, boys. Let's yeah. let's fuck, let's tighten this up somehow. You sir, bring my food to me, sir. Sandwich the third slap, yeah. But we can't give you the plate, sir. Yeah, just, just put it in bread. Innovation. Holy shit! You know what? They probably would have thought he was a witch or something, trying to burn the cunt of the state. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the very last question, mate. Uh, piece of advice. What is one piece of advice that you wish you could give to your younger self? Even though you're still pretty young, but yeah. like if you could just go back. What's a bit of advice you'd give to yourself? For me personally, it would have just been, you know, 
I would have told myself what I was passionate about and, and just really gone for that real hard. Yep. Um, I wish that I'd gone and got an accreditation. Okay. Um, so if, I guess, if I would have, probably a more generic response would be, um, don't feel like you need to have it all figured out straight away. Um, That's beautiful. Some people figure it out later. Some people have it figured out from the start. But, you know. Love that. We got a long life ahead, so plenty of time to figure it all out. I love that, mate. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, I really do love that answer, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Well, look, Austin, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've loved it. What have I've you got on for the rest of the day now, mate? I've actually got to go buy my uncle something from Buddings, funnily enough. Really? Yeah. Get that staffed discount. Yeah, yeah. Got to get. What are you buying? A gurney pressure washer. Fuck. Yeah. I would love to have one of them. Yeah, they're pretty cool, but like, yeah, I don't need one. So. Fair enough, he can man. Spend, he can spend 500 bucks on Your uncle's going to be just like gurning everything yeah. for the well, next few weeks, man. There will not be a... Don't love, I'll wash these dishes. <laughs> dishes smashing the glass. <laughs> uh, I'll wash the dog, love. <laughs> Punctured lung. <laughs> That's the cleanest dog you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, look, thank you so much for your time. Beauty, I really, really it. appreciate it. Yeah, beauty. And if like, if down the track, if you ever want to come on again... No, I'd love to. Touch base again. And uh, we'll just spin some yarns again. So dab me up, my brother. Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks so man. much, mate. Really appreciate it. No so I'll, uh, I'll just uh, I'll wrap this up for the listeners. Um, look, thank you so much for for following the show, like you have so far. The Instagram page. I've really appreciated the support. Um, if you've loved listening, give the show a rating on Spotify. We're actually now available on Apple Podcasts as well. So get around that if that's how you get your podcast. But please do give us a rating, share it with your mates, um, and also get in touch. Email the show if you like. It's uh, we've got an email address set up, zave at straighttothesource.com. So just reach out, suggest a guest that you'd like to hear, or if you'd like to come on the show, just drop me a line on that email or DM me on Instagram. But uh, guys, really appreciate you dropping by to listen, and uh, we'll catch up with you very soon. Mm-hmm.